everyone, and thank you for joining us on Love in Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Dola, and today we're going to address this self-awareness question, self-awareness challenge, I should say. So we've been talking a lot about the idea that the reason for us requiring some assistance in selecting an optimal career path and knowing ourselves to the extent that we make optimal life choices um, comes to this idea of self-awareness. To the extent that we are self-aware, we then embrace that awareness and can choose appropriately. And to the extent that we are unaware or remain unaware, uh, we might need a little assistance. And that's my argument for the assessment um, process. Remember, uh, we talked about that last time. But Why is it that we have trouble with self-awareness, this knowing who we are so that our choices can better reflect what we want and need for ourselves and from our environment in order to achieve a level of happiness and success? What what is it that happens in our lives to get us to a point where, you know, we're at the the point of making uh, a choice about what career we need to select. We're 17. We've, you know, taken the SATs. We know we're going to college, 18. I was 17. Um, And, you know, but we're not sure. We're not really sure. So we end up making a lot of costly errors and so forth and so on. And so why do we go down that path? Why do we have to do that? Why can't we know this stuff up, you know, front? Well, one way, again, is by the assistance of a self-assessment, an assessment process, whereby we uh, then reports are generated that we sit down with and discuss with someone um, to embrace the details of what it says on those reports so that we can use the results to have discussions and optimally um, have that, you know, that career choice or that choice of curriculum or, you know, just the embracement, the embracing of our uh, authentic selves. We have the information, we sit down with someone, we have the feedback, we have discussions and can do that. Well, part of the reason that this even is a problem for us um, is we have defense mechanism that we've built up over the years. We have self-protective mechanisms that we've designed, that we've automatically designed as human beings to originally keep us, um, you know, safe and keep us um, at a level where we are feeling accepted and acceptable. And those things get us in trouble because they create a lot of problems for us down the road um, of not being in touch with our authentic selves. They, they push us away from our authentic selves. And there are three things I'd like to talk about today, one of which is repression. Repression is uh, the tendency to hide or push down into the unconscious mind what we don't like or want to know about ourselves. And some experts say as much as 90% of what we what we think, do, and say is based on this unconscious material, which kind of is scary, but um, it actually resurfaces on, and gets emotion, uh, triggered when we are emotionally uh, challenged, when, when something happens emotionally, and you know, you've had those times where you've said, um, 
I don't know what that was. I don't know what I was thinking. Well, the fact is you weren't thinking, um, and that's a subject of emotional intelligence, which I'll discuss on a later show. But for now, it's enough to know that we have this thing called repression going on as we grow up, things that we don't like, we push down, and some call it the basement of the mind. The unconscious is the basement of the mind, right? So it's hiding in the basement, but it resurfaces when we are emotionally challenged. But all this repressed material um, does come, you know, be, present a problem for us because that which we are not aware of really is kind of in charge. You know, it's guiding us unknowingly, uh, but but it's guiding us because it's it's becoming part of our motivation for things, even though we're not consciously aware of it. So. Um, that that is the first uh, repression is is a big one. Uh, we tend to repress a lot of memories and thoughts that we don't want to uh, we don't want to know in our consciousness. A second defe- defense mechanism to keep us in the dark about our authenticity is uh, a, something called rationalization. And I know most of us are are painfully aware of what rationalization is. It's defined as the action of attempting to explain or justify what we did based on some sort of logic, quote unquote, even if it's not appropriate. So it, it happens quickly. It's, it's a choice between right and wrong. We're choosing wrong, but we're going to try to make it sound right. And, um, you know, the benefit to us is that it allows us to look good, basically. To, so, so there's a personal benefit in it, and that's why we rationalize, right? We tailor the, the facts to fit the, my choice. Um, it's self, self-deceptive, self-delusional, but it's intended to protect um, our self-image in front of other people, quite frankly. And that's why we would rationalize. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, instead of calling it lying, we call it spinning. You know, I've, you know I'm spinning, but, you know, it's not necessarily lying um it, but it does it does kind of preclude the idea of being honest with the self so again that's another thing that goes in the bank of um keeping me aware uh, so, uh, uh, away from my self-awareness so that comes into play as a problem when we are trying to get in touch with that deeply authentic part of ourselves that will allow us to make uh, those decisions that serve uh, the best part, you know, our, our our best path or our best choice, right? And the third and final, um, not final, but uh, I should say the third uh, defense that I want to talk about in uh, terms of keeping us aware, uh, away from our self-awareness is this thing called denial. Now, you know what denial is you, you when you close your mind off to the reality, right? I don't want to I don't want to face this, so I'm just going to deny that it's there. We we have all done that. We've all done that somewhere, sometime. It's usually, you know, something to do with, um, you know, selective. It, it, it is selective in, in attention to what we don't want to know. Um, we'd rather not face it. You know, it's kind of like, you know, an alcoholic. They say an alcoholic, it takes them seven years on average to admit that they're an alcoholic. But during the seven years, they're denying that they're an alcoholic, right? So that kind of denial is, is you know, it might 
sound and feel good for a moment, but at the end of the day, it's really going to keep you away from your own authentic self and touch with that authenticity um, of the uh, that will help you make better decisions. So again, you know these things will come to surface and bite us um, in an emotionally triggered sense. All of these uh, defenses that we've built up will come to the surface. They're, they're not buried. They're buried alive, right? So um, they get triggered and they get they rise to the surface. And that's when we know we're, we're, we're dealing with something that we have pushed out of our consciousness. But all of these things do not serve us when we go to make those very important decisions about what to do for a career, uh, how to live in the world authentically, who to select for a mate, and even when we're in a relationship with someone, um, you know, uh, sometimes triggers will happen there. And if we, we're not aware of some of these motivators that are, you know, buried, but at work in us. And again, you know, to the extent that we're unaware, they're in charge. Those things that we're unaware of, those emotions, those feelings, they're all in charge of us the more we are unaware. So, the, the fact is we want to know who we truly are for the purposes of choosing properly for ourselves and for being happy and successful in our lives because we can't make proper choices. We cannot um, make optimal life choices if we are not in touch with the authenticity of our needs and what we need from our environment and the things that make us us. The other thing is, frankly, we are unable to love ourselves properly if we're not going to face things about ourselves, right? So I see this as embracing our authentic selves for the purposes of self-acceptance and ultimately self-love. So that is why I I think it's such an important um, thing that if you need help, in getting in touch with the deepest part of yourselves, that you engage in some sort of process to surface um, some of these things and gain conscious awareness of these things that are uh, very much at work in you and make you who you are uniquely. Because no matter what they are, they're worthy of love and embrace. Uh, you know, you embracing them and 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 um, taking them as an accepted part of who you are. You know, you might not like everything, but to accept it and to understand that you're human and that you have things just like everybody else that are not great. Um, they're just what they are. You know, we don't make judgments on them. We just embrace them in the, um, in the interest of self love and acceptance. So, uh, I think, you know, if, if you have any trouble with this idea of self-awareness, this authentic self-awareness, and particularly this authentic self-acceptance and ultimately self-love, then you ought to engage in some process, even introspectively, to do it for yourself, um, especially when it comes to career, because we want you to be happy and successful. And the only way to gain uh, happiness and success is really through being happy with what you do for a living. 
and what your choices are. So it's very important to make optimal life choices so that you are uh, you give yourself the greatest opportunity to be happy and successful. So that's the, what I wanted to talk about today is because I know a lot of people say, well, why does this even happen to us? And they question uh, the need for an assessment process. Uh, they say, you know, why is it that it even happens to us that we're not aware of who we are so that we can make these choices for ourselves uh, without the assistance of an assessment process? Well, if you're willing to engage in a really introspective time period with yourself, um, then it's not necessary for you to do anything with a professional. But if you need that little boost, it's there for you. So, um, you know, you know how to get in touch with me. And there are a number of um, uh, resources online that you could tap into. So that's what I wanted to talk about today is the self-awareness challenge. And that is absolutely crucial to making the optimal life choices. So I hope you got something out of this. And I um, hope you'll join us for the next episode uh, and for love in your life, uh, personally and professionally, the only way to live. Have a really great rest of the day. See you next time.